Think you know T-Mobile's coverage? Think again, Atlanta. We've doubled our 4G LTE in the ATL in the last year. Plus, with our new extended range LTE, your signal goes two times farther and is four times better in buildings than before. So you're covered inside and outside the perimeter. Now nobody covers Atlanta better. Nobody. What are you waiting for? Switch to T-Mobile or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. See T-Mobile store for details. Blog Talk Radio. Here's something off the request line from Liberty Island. We gotta squeeze some new All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Yes Have Some Live. Thank you so much for joining us. It is Wednesday night. It is 10.30, back at our normal time. Uh, this is Craig Goldberg. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. I'm here. Jacob, how are you, man? Man, I've been better. Yeah, man, what's going yeah. on with your day? You were just telling me about your phone. What's going on there? Man, I I destroyed my phone. Um, it happens to everybody at least once. Um, I dropped Mm -hmm. my phone, I dropped my phone a while back and it cracked it, but it, but it was like a small crack. It didn't, didn't really mess with the phone that much, but it's been like slowly getting worse and worse and, uh, uh, dropped again today. It isn't an OtterBox, but it's like one of the OtterBoxes that, like still doesn't protect the entire thing and yeah, uh, I had one of those. it's gone yeah it's gone like uh it i can't get it to you know it's gone completely uh, respond so yeah so i'm gonna have to go tomorrow and get a new phone that sucks man. i was gonna i was i was trying to like hold off uh after it cra- like i have insurance but i know you still got to pay a little bit but uh i was gonna try to hold off and just go get a new one whenever the new phones came out right but you know that that didn't happen. Yeah, we've all been through that. That's yeah, a stress. That's not even your official what's stressing, but that's pretty stressful. Real life stress. <laughs> um, well, listen. So we got yes, have some live. We're gonna be talking to Ghostbusters, all sorts of stuff to get to tonight. Um, we're gonna be doing a little bit of contest a little bit later on. Um, man, what what a week! It, it's been crazy. We're a month away from Ghostbusters officially. We. We've been kind of saying it's been a month away for the last little while, but today's the official one month out, and uh, man, it's getting crazy out there. What do you guys think? Oh, I've been yeah. trying to stay away from it. It's hard to stay away from it when you're getting exclusive books from the new movie shipped to your house. <laughs> you can't put them down. I cannot stop reading uh, Ghosts from Our Past. Uh, got that in the mail yesterday by Andrew Schaefer, um, friend of the show, uh, family uh, friend of the podcast, and I, I really have been enjoying that book. And hey, speaking of which, isn't there a little thing we're doing? Yeah, we're going to talk about that just a little bit. Cool. Uh, but before we get there, before we get to that little thing we're doing, um, I wanted to touch right off the bat with uh, touch some, the bat. I wanted to touch somebody's bat. <laughs> um, so, like I said a few minutes ago, there's been a lot. So we're in that one month promo window right now, right? So there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of trailers right. coming out, new TV spots. And yesterday, shit just kind of hit the fan because I think they released like four, maybe it was two days ago, four 
new 30 second commercials, all of them with new footage. Yeah. Spoiler heavy. Uh-huh. The stuff that I've been dreading, I've not watched them. I've stayed away, but I feel like everybody is just tagging me in these pictures. Yeah. And mainstream articles are just covering it extensively. So we're going to try to stay a little spoiler free if possible. Talk um, about he who must not be ma- uh, named. He, he who must not be named will not be talked about. But Uh-oh. I gotta say, man, I just—I legitimately have no idea who you're talking about. Good. Good for you, man. Good for you, man. Um, I just—I just feel like if there was ever a time to go dark and stay away after this two-year buildup, it would be now. Now, because of uh, what we do here at Yes Have Some Podcast and uh, the service we're providing ourselves and our Listeners, we're servicing. It's a service. Uh, it's going to be harder and harder to stay away. Uh, so, Jake, do you have like a battle plan? What What is your? Uh, what? How are you going to plan on staying spoiler free yeah, for, for the next month? Um. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing I did for The Force Awakens, and I'm just going to stay off the internet. Um. I've I've gotten really good at that lately. Um. And there's right. been like throughout throughout this entire thing. Almost every day you'll call me and be like, hey, man, uh, did you see this thing or this new thing? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's because I've been staying away. I've been staying off the Internet. Um, I know that, like, sounds insane to do, but uh, it's it's become easier and easier for me. Um, yeah. No, I mean, so, that's the thing. Yeah, kinda, I've just been staying away, yeah. You do kind of have to stay away. Like, and it has to be, like, a purposeful thing. You can't just be like – oh, I'm going to try to stay away and then live on Facebook or live on Twitter. Like, cause the stuff's going to come out. People are going to, we all know, we all watch game of Thrones. We all know about the walking dead. Like people post spoilers. Um, right. And so I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the, uh, the cross rip this week, but they had a, a psychologist on and they talked for like an hour, hour and a half um, about the psychology behind people and why they way they are and how that it, uh, applies to like nerd things in general. Um, but especially with all this Ghostbuster stuff. And one of the things they touched on was there's this weird thing that's become innate in the human race due to, like, evolution and the way the Internet has evolved, too, where people – it all boils down to this. It's easy to be negative, right? It's easier to be negative Your than – Your mind be- hold on, holds on to, like, some more negative things. Like, if you hear 25 things and, like, 24 of them are positive – you will hold on to the one negative because, like, instinctually right. and evolutionarily, like, as you evolve, like, you need to remember those things to, to get better and to adapt or whatever. Right. So it's just, so like, a leftover. It's thing. easier to be negative. That was interesting. It was interesting. It was a great interview. I suggest everybody go listen to the crossroad, download them on iTunes. Um, it was a great interview. But the other thing is, that as far as it is, like, this stuff goes and posting spoilers, and it people want to be the first. Like, there's something in people that says, I want to be the first person to say this. And I want to be negative about it, or even positive. But people are just when when you, when you when people kind of have that discussion. Why are people posting spoilers? It's because it's basically people want attention. They say, "Oh, I want some yeah. attention. I'm going to post the spoiler and get some attention." So right. maybe don't do that. Maybe don't be the person who has to post all the spoilers. Usually, kid in class. They that's what they compared uh, that kind of behavior to on the cross rip, like uh, the kid who's you know uh, making fun of the girl or or, or doing things um, uh, out of line in class to get attention because you know they're not getting it at home or whatever. Right. So anyway. Um, so Jake, I don't think you're going to do no. that. You're not trying to post those spoilers, are you? No, um, not at all. Okay, cool. I'm not um, going to do it. 
So listen, we got a bunch of callers on the line already. Before we get started, we did announce a little contest for tonight. Yeah. So the Yes Have Some podcast, uh, we're lucky enough, a um, little backstory here, there's a new book out. Uh, we mentioned it a couple times. It's called uh, Ghosts from Our Past, and it's the official tie-in book with the new Ghostbusters movie. So in the movie, in-universe, uh, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy's characters, uh, Aaron Gilbert and Abby Yates, they write a book in the movie, right? Um, so they released a real-world version of it by a New York Times best-selling author, friend of the show, Andrew Schaefer. Um, so the book is coming out in a couple weeks. We were able to get a couple advanced copies. And because we like to do fun things here at the Yes Have Some Live podcast, uh, Jake, we're giving away five copies starting tonight. Five? Yeah. Five. Five? Are you sure? Five. I, I don't know, man. Five. We got five know. copies. We got five copies to give away. A lot of copies. A lot of copies. We're only going to be giving away one tonight. All right. So. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going to keep it loose. We're going to keep this. We we tried it. We kind of brainstormed, right? We thought like, what? How are we going to give this away? What what are we going to do? Uh, can it be? What kind of contest? So we're going to have a more elaborate contest. But for tonight, we're just going to give away a copy the to. First copy, yeah. To the first copy that we have, we're going to give away to what we deem the caller of the night. Whoever has the best stress, the best anecdote, the best. Anything, whatever we, whatever catch, catches whatever us, moves whatever moves us, we're gonna say, hey, you're gonna get a book. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show, and uh, yeah, I think that's the easiest way to do it. What do you think, Jake? Um, yeah, that sounds good to me. Cool. And uh, yes, have some meeting. Yes. Ha- now I will say, Abby yeah. and Jake, neither one of <laughs> you uh, can win. Yeah. Okay. No matter how good your stress is it. tonight. <laughs> hey, um, good thing I already have a copy of that book. I was gonna say I have already I am like thirty something pages into winning right now. So. Um, and I will say you can go to ghostsfromourpast.com, check that out. Andrew Schaefer, the book's great. And even if you don't win a copy, you should go buy a copy because it's only like nine bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Um, it's a hoot. It's a it's good stuff. We're gonna be talking about it more. Uh, Tobin Spear Guide is out by Eric Burnham. Great illustrations in there. I went yeah. from uh, no Ghostbusters books to like five. Uh, in the last couple of days, Jake, I know you got some books in too. Um, yeah, that was actually, um, I didn't know if we were going to dive into our what's stressing, but that was my what's stressing this week. Cool, man. Cool. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just like, okay, so it, it, what we were just talking about with the spoilers, um, I happened to be in books a million the other day and, you know, he, uh, you had mentioned that the, the novel novelization was hitting the shelves um, so I looked, and there was the novelization. There was the the what is it? The guide, the the Ghostbusters handbook. Um, those like the kids books that help you learn how to read. The proud to be a Ghostbuster and the who you gonna call book. They had all four of them. Um, yeah, there's a ton of books uh, that have been released like in the last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think so far it's those four, and I picked them up and. It's just so stressful because I can't look in them. Like if I don't wow. want spoilers, I can't I look inside of those book. books. I didn't yeah. even I didn't even read the back because I'm scared that there's going to be spoilers in them. Right. And that's stressful. Dude, that's stressful to have four new Ghostbuster books and to just not even be able to look in there. I know there's pictures in there, but I can't yeah. look in there. I don't. There's, what's there's in there? I don't want to know. And also, the other thing about it is that um. We, we were talking about the novelization of Ghostbusters 2 the other day. Um, I should actually describe this. Me and Jake were, like, sitting around in our 
basically underwear, our go to sleep <laughs> clothes, reading the novelization of Ghostbusters 2, like together. We had a Ghostbusters sleepover weekend extravaganza. Uh, um, there, was and, some, uh, there was some fun stuff in there. There were some moments. Yeah, and it's different. The thing is, it's, it strays a little bit, right, from the movie, but we haven't seen no, the movie yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know what's different, and, you know, we don't know what's what's in there, what's yeah. going to... It'll be fun, though, once the movie comes out, to go back and read it and be like, oh, that's different. Where did yeah. that even come from? Absolutely. Um, we'll have to give Paul feedback on the show and just kind of be like, all right, chapter four of the novelization, there's this weird part. <laughs> Was that ever in a script, exactly. or did they just make that up? Now, I think that's usually... Um, I think that's usually what happens. Novelizations are usually a little different, but I'm pretty sure they're they're based on like uh, you know early screenplays or or, or earlier scripts, and I think that's why some things um, you know don't end up in the movie. Like you know, like we just said, we were reading the Ghostbusters two novelization, and they talk about the scene where. Uh, you know, Ray gets possessed and he's like trying to yeah. trying to drive the ecto into a tree and Winston has to punch him in the face and right. you know, there's wow. like way yeah, more of the like that were dropped or derailed. Yeah. And that, and and some of that like some of that stuff you, you, you see like a couple of deleted scenes for, you know, the Slimer and Lewis stuff. So I think usually that's stuff that um just got cut out of the movie or didn't even make it to filming. Yeah. Right. Um, that's usually what it is. And I wonder how much, like, license the author takes to just make some shit up, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. No one will notice this. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I won't mention this. I was I, – Jake, did you start reading Ghosts from Our Past? Yeah, I got, like, two pages in. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, I, I got it. I got it today. Um, I was able to, you know, look through it. Um check out the goodies it came with, but I was pretty busy at work today. So I didn't, um, I didn't really get to dive into the actual book that much. I think I, I literally, I think I read, I read the forward and then like a page and then I had, I had an appointment come in. Um, but cool. the, the book's amazing. I've been super That's excited funny. about it. Um, you know, we knew that we were getting a couple copies and I've been kind of stressed about it because I really love the cover. It looks super cool, and I think it's a cool idea to have a book in the movie and then for, for them to actually put that book out. Yeah. Um, that's a really cool me. marketing thing. Yeah, I love that. It, I don't know if you watched Parks and Recreation, but it reminds me of the yep. Pawnee book that was put out for that show, which I love the fuck out of. Like, it's a ton of countdowns yeah. and lists and opportunities for, like, humor um, and, like, to switching the narration and stuff, uh, different people taking over. Um, throughout the book, that's what I'm noticing, like little drawings and images and all sorts of little bits and shit. And I've read like about 30 something pages. Uh, so that includes that first chapter. Um, Did I just see a David Duchovny yeah, sketch in there? Yeah, there's a ton of X-Files <laughs> references. Like, I saw that flipping through it. It's uh, fucking hilarious. Well, listen, so we're going to be talking about the book more. Like I said, we got the contest. Bring your A-game tonight, callers. We want to, you know, if you call in and you start, you know... Stumbling over your words and we got uh, a buzzer. We got you know, we're gonna I buzz. Out. Get a buzzer. No, I'm just messing we with you guys. Um, but I will say we're gonna um, we're gonna start going to calls here in just a second. Um, if you do want to call in, it's nine two nine four seven seven one two one seven. You can listen live or press one to join the show. Uh, once again, that's yes have some live at nine two nine four seven seven one two one seven. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, join let's, the book club. 
Join our book club. Join the book club. So we're going to take our uh, first caller. Um, let's see. 604 area code. You are on the line. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello, guys. This is uh, Ryan calling from Mission, uh, British Columbia in Canada. How's it going, hey, man? Ryan. How's it going, man? Good. Good. How are you guys doing? Good, Pretty good. good. Uh, Welcome to uh, Yes Have Some Live. What's uh, what's going on up there in uh, British Columbia tonight? Oh. Oh, God. So much. So much to stress about, guys. Yeah. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> it's it's tell, hard being in Canada us. for a start. Okay. There is uh, there is just a lack of merchandise, and it is, it is hard to deal with. So that is what I'm finding hardest, essentially, is uh, the, the lack of action figures and toys, the lack of... Twinkies, the lack of ecto cooler—it's just—it's uh, hard to deal with. So yeah, you guys don't have Twinkies, you don't have ecto cooler, you don't have uh, the toys. Have you guys gotten any of the merchandise yes. up there yet? Uh, not really. Well, like what we we did is we have a like me and my wife—we have a little nine-month-old uh, little boy. So we took a trip down to the states. We're only like an hour from the border, so we took a, a road trip down to the states, not knowing if they'd have anything. Luckily, okay. I had set aside a couple of bags of uh, the marshmallows um, okay. at one of the big lots. So we took a trip down. We managed to find pretty much all of the toys. We got a bunch of the marshmallows. I've ordered some Ecto Cooler online, so that's been shipped to the border. So we're going to take another trip across in a couple of weeks so we can pick up some Ecto Cooler and hopefully get a bunch more merch if we can. So. Cool, man. That's awesome. Um, why, why, why is it taking so long? Like, is are, I mean... What's the problem with getting all the merchandise over there? We keep hearing that. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't understand. Like, I'm originally from England, so I am, I'm not Canadian, but I now live in Canada. But England seems to get it pretty quickly. Uh, Canada just seems to be super slow. Like, I've been into all of the Walmarts, all the Toys R Uses. Like, we have a huge, um, like, toy store locally. I called them, spoke to the manager. They were like, yeah, we're not going to get it. Like, no one has any idea. Like, you go in and they're like, oh, oh, yeah, there's, like, a new movie coming out, isn't there? I'm like, yeah, no shit, there's a new movie coming out. Like, you should know this. Uh, yeah, it's, we get some of that, too. It's really weird. Um, like, I was buying Ghostbusters toys a couple months ago when they were first started coming out, maybe, like, six weeks ago, and I was buying them, and at the register, people were like, oh, we have Ghostbusters toys? And I was like, yeah, there's a movie coming out. They're like, there is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's really it's really weird how that kind of stuff happens. But um, yeah. So now, what's it like for you coming down to the states and going to a big lot? Is that is that a tough experience? Because it's tough for us to go to big lots. Yeah. <laughs> it was a funny experience. The the woman I had I had called the woman um, like a, a couple of weeks before when I saw a bunch of people getting the 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 marshmallows um, on Instagram. I saw a bunch of people saying they were getting them. So I was like, screw yeah. it, I'll just call a big lot. So I call this woman, and she's super, super nice. And I explain that, um, like, when my son, for his first birthday, we're going to do a Ghostbusters-themed uh, first birthday. So I said oh, to her, cool. look, I'm really looking for these marshmallows. Do you have any? And she was like, yes, I've got 11 bags left. I was like, I'll take all 11. And she was like, yeah. okay, <laughs> let me – we don't really do that, but let me ask my manager. So she asked the manager. The manager said, yeah, let's do it. So uh, that weekend, we took a, a trip down, and I walk in, and, like, as soon as I was like, hey, 
um, like my accent gave me away, but she was like, are you the weird marshmallow man? I was like, yes, <laughs> that is me. I am a fully grown man with a child buying 11 bags of marshmallows. So. <laughs> but yeah, it was an funny. experience for sure. That doesn't seem weird to me. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's like, totally yeah. normal. I'm the weird marshmallow no, Yeah, that's like every day Where are my, my 11 life? bags like, of marshmallows? That's awesome, yeah. man. Awesome. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a fun experience. Like, yeah, luckily the Walmart and the Target still had a bunch of the toys. Like, I want to get all the toys for when my son is older and he can enjoy Ghostbusters as I did when I was younger. Uh, you know, enjoying the original Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters is kind of where what I grew up with. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for him to be able to grow up with. I could not be more excited for this new movie. Like, I. Abigail, I feel your excitement is on the same level as my excitement. Yeah. Like, my wife says, I'm pretty sure you're obsessed. Like, yeah. I, I fully am. I couldn't be more I excited for the movie. I I don't even want to talk about the negativity because it's just not worth giving time to. It's, yeah. I, I just, it's all good. There's no negatives to come out of this entire thing, even if the movie isn't the best. But I think it's going to be. Uh there's so much positivity to come out of this and so much stuff in the future. So I say, bring it on and I can't wait for it. So, yeah, dude, that, I feel like that's some book worthy stuff right there that you just said. I don't know. That puts you pretty high up there. Um, Uh, Priestess competition for the rest of the college. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, we, I mean, I I don't know how long you've been listening to, but we've been trying to keep the positivity train rolling for the last couple of months. Absolutely. And uh, I've listened to you guys from the beginning. So oh, cool, man. Well, awesome. we really appreciate the we really appreciate the support. It's so cool. At least you got the chance to drive down and uh, pick up some stuff and uh, make that work for you. Because we have a lot of friends in Canada, and what and it's funny. Uh, everybody's so positive in Canada about the movie. The only negative we get is that they can't find any of the merch. Yeah, um, that's it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I love so much. So yeah, no, we're yeah. just like planning for the for the movie now, and I just can't wait. Like a month yesterday, that's absolutely crazy. I can't believe it. We're uh, yeah, we're both my me and my wife were super excited, and now we just got to get our little son on a bottle so that we can go and watch the the movie in a theater because we haven't been able to go to yeah. watch a movie in a theater since he was born. So. Right. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. You get, you're, it sounds like you're gonna make That's that happen, special. man. That's really cool. Oh, we're um, gonna well, make it happen. <laughs> cool, man. Anything yeah. else uh, before we move on here? No, I really appreciate you guys taking my call. I, you guys do an amazing job, Craig, Abigail, Jake. You guys are amazing. I listen to you guys every week and just keep up the good work, keep the positivity going, to try and stay away from those spoilers. And uh, I, it was great talking to you guys. Hey, cool. thanks, thanks, man. We Absolutely, appreciate man. it. Uh, tune into the Facebook page. We'll announce a winner on the uh, the book giveaway uh, after the show. Sounds amazing, guys. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good, good, one. Have a good, Have a good night. Thanks for calling. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. What a, what what a, a nice guy. Are. I like that guy. Sweet guy. Guys, guys so do you think – so this, this is my first thought. So, like, he has to – okay, so he said he, he ordered some ecto-cooler to the border. Right. So he's got to go back to the border. So let's just for a second, imagine the, the transaction here. So he's okay. got to drive back down to the border and they're going to be like, sir, what, what are you here for? You know, what are you, why, why are you visiting the border? And he's like, to pick up ecto cooler. <laughs> That's so amazing. Oh, 
That's amazing. Um, Eleven bags of marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. You know what's funny? He's from That's... British Columbia. Didn't he say his name was Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he kind of sound like Ryan Dole? A little bit. A little bit. For a second, I thought Dole was putting on an accent, and I was like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like Ryan Dole got slightly more Canadian in the last week. Um, but yeah, that guy was nice. I love the positivity. All of our Canadian yep. friends are like, um, you know, yeah, the, only, the only bad part is like when they talk, like their heads completely separate from the bottoms of their... Oh. Yeah, that's the only bad yeah. thing. Oh. Have some sensitivity. Yes, have some sensitivity training. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, Terrence and Phillip, it's my favorite no, show. Fine. Uh, no, fine. Ryan, that was really cool. We're glad that he uh, called in. And we love all of our Canadian brethren. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, cool. Yeah, so um, well, let's take another call here. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's not even worry about what's – you know, we, I was telling Abby earlier, we were slightly uh, chaotic. Who needs a plan, right? Yeah. It's, got, yeah. it's always chaotic with the Georgia Ghostbusters. Absolutely. Uh, That's what I hear. 443, area code, who are you and where are you calling from? Hey guys, it's me again, Bernie. Bernie, what's, what's up, man? Bernie, what's up, man? What's on your mind? Man, those TV spots that they posted all over the internet. I'm stressed about that. Yeah, yeah that's man. Number two. Oh, man. I don't want to see that stuff. I mean, the stuff with Rowan's okay, and like the not shot joke is overplayed, but I didn't want to see Stay Pop that soon. Well, well, hold on now. We're gonna keep this spoiler free, uh, Bernie. A lot of a lot of our listeners haven't watched anything, so. Uh, uh, but yeah, we agree. We agree. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You said it afterwards, but that's okay. Um, I like yeah, that. I like bad. giving away stuff and then saying spoiler alert right afterwards. That, that's yeah, how that's fun, yeah. Um, yeah. Bernie, Bernie, what um. Um, we got a lot of callers on the line. Is there anything else on your mind uh, besides the stress about those TV spots? Oh, there are like so many of them, and they're giving out so many things. It's like, ah, oh, just wait to the movie. Yeah, man, I uh, I completely understand. Um, it sucks, but it's part of it, right? Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of how marketing goes these days. Jake, you've seen it for years with movies. You get in that one. I mean, I, I'm trying to think back to Jurassic World, Jake. What Were they giving away a lot in those TV spots leading up to uh, Jurassic World? Um, I didn't watch any of them. I didn't All watch right. any of the TV spots. I watched the trailer, and uh, I went in cold after that. So. And I respect you for that. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, though, because you probably had a different experience, because I think I watched everything. Yeah. Yeah, I had heard um, that there was – maybe one or two things spoiled in the uh, in the TV spots. And, uh, yeah, it was just stuff that I, I, I just didn't watch at all. I mean, I watched all the, like, May trailers, the teasers, and then, like, the full-length trailers. But when TV spots hit, man, I try not to watch them at all for any for anything. Right. Well, let me ask you this. So we're a year away. So, Jake, uh, all of our listeners know we're all big Jurassic Park fans. You are the biggest Jurassic Park fan. Um You've even told me. I mean, are you telling me fat, or I don't know what's happening. No, no, no. We all saw your hand. Uh, But (laughs) but you're a huge Jurassic Park fan, as much as much if not more than Ghostbusters. So this build up to Ghostbusters, how is it different or the same to the build up of Jurassic World? Um, you know, 
to me, it was completely different because we'd already had three Jurassic Park movies, and um, I don't know. It didn't seem at all. Uh, you know, for one, that movie takes place in the same universe, so it's kind of – I mean, it takes place in the same universe, but it was still kind of a reboot. Um right. It was like a I don't know. soft it, reboot. Yeah. I mean, it was super exciting, but I think – um, I think early on, I put it in my head, like, I knew, I was like, this is not going to be like the Jurassic Park. You know, the tone's completely different. Um, we, we've we talked about Jurassic World compared to Jurassic Park a lot, and from the very first trailer, you just knew this was something completely different. And I think my my thought process was, this looks fun, it doesn't look... You know, it doesn't look like it's going to be as good as Jurassic Park, but it looks better than Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of went along with it. Um, You know, the first time seeing it was a little crazy. It was stressful. But it's been been a completely different feeling with Ghostbusters. Um, And that's that's probably mainly because we haven't had anything new since 1989. Yeah. You know, it came out. You know, it's old, but it came out in 1993 was the first one, you know, and we've had, you know, we've had two more since then. Right. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's way, it's different. it just it's felt different. Yeah. And, and I mean, goes to me, goes, I, I have Ghostbusters above Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's one of my favorite movies, but I think Ghostbusters is above it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. I, I just don't feel like, um, I feel like, you know, Jurassic Park, made so much money but the build-up didn't feel like there's this part of me that's like man with this amount of crazy attention every and i know we're in it i know we're deep into it but it just i'm just getting this feeling that this movie might just go crazy i don't know yep there's just so much it's not gonna flop it's gonna have a big opening weekend where it yeah. goes from there i guess we'll see yeah. but um yeah yeah but uh yeah that's uh that's interesting it's interesting to see what happens with these legacy sequels or reboots, or any time the franchise has been dormant for a while, because kind of saw that with Terminator last year, and that movie did not do well. No. Um, but that it was, was also not well thought out or planned. Yeah, that what a weird. What a weird Jai Courtney experience that was <laughs> for me. I did not enjoy that. Um, and I wanted to see the Khaleesi. Uh, what is that actress? What is her name? Um, uh, Sarah Connor. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, didn't, yeah. That's got to be her. Real I name. wanted to like her, but I just I didn't. Um, I thought that movie was super convoluted. Um, there might have been a good movie somewhere existing within it, but they did not capitalize on the cool plots uh, that were somewhere deep down in there. So anyway, um, yeah. Hopefully, this is. I there was a time where I legitimately was concerned about Ghostbusters 2016 and there have been moments of like legitimate stress and like gut clenching and like sleep loss and like uh, night sweats and terrors and I've been concerned that this movie is not going to do well because it's been such an upheaval and upswell and uprising of negativity against the movie um, so in all the downvotes etc kind of have had me at, at different moments like losing faith but over the last couple of weeks in particular, I have just felt even more confidence and there is wind in my sails and I am fucking pumped, um, especially reading these books and having like tactile, real, like I can feel the spine and smell the pages and I'm squeezing my rat ghost. 
and I'm drinking Ecto Cooler, <laughs> and I'm looking at pictures of me and Paul Feig from when we were at that Sony event, um, and I am just like so happy. There's just so much good going on, and I just I just can't wait for uh, July 15th. So absolutely, there you go. Um, cool. Before we move on, um, I did want to say that tonight's episode of Yes Have Some Live. Is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Uh, Carnivorous Creations, uh, Mike Nelson, great prop shop, specializing in Ghostbusters stuff, proton packs. If you're going to build a proton pack, um, start with Carnivorous Creations. We've got uh, fiberglass shells, resin parts, gun kits, aluminum motherboards, uh, and recently a one-of-one one scale uh, from a production mold Terra Dog head that you can just pop right on the wall and uh, basically impress all of your family and friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's Carnivorous Creations. That's Carnivorous with a K. Go to CarnivorousCreations.com or hit them up on Facebook. Uh, just search Carnivorous Creations. We're going to link to them off the Facebook page. And, uh, if, yeah, if you're in the middle of building a proton pack or you've uh, always wanted to, that would be a really, really great place to start. Yeah. Hit them up. Hit them up. Do Guys, how, how about that really great um, – like a siren sound effect that we threw in there. For that. I was going to say was, hot cop. That, that was, was amazing. Yeah, it was that good. Was I just went with now, it, now was know. that the original Ecto Siren or something yeah. new? You know, let's fight about it, man. I mean, you can do <laughs> No, obviously not. Cool. Um, you know what, guys? I think we should go to another call. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do it. All right. Do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, get him on the phone. 614 area code. Uh, you're on Yes Have Some Live. Who are you and where are you calling from? G'day, guys. It's Andrew from Australia again. How you going, man? Andrew from Australia. How did you get a Ohio area code? I had to do, well, I had to do the plus. I had to, it didn't get me through a couple of times. I had to get the right area code in, but I found it. I found it. Cool, man. Cool, man. How, uh, How are your toys? Did they make it back safely? Yes, they did. I'm so, like, that plane on the way home, I was stressing out so much, but that's the first thing I did. Yeah. I got home, opened that gate, and they were perfect. Right. I wish that's what I was stressing out when I flew. <laughs> I'm more worried about, you know, <laughs> international terrorism, human error, pilot having a heart attack, yeah. uh, and you're just stressed about your Mattel toys. I would trade that <laughs> any day of the week. For sure, right? Um, also, the main I don't thing know I'm about... stressing about. Oh, Sorry, go for go it. Ahead. No, I was going to make a joke okay, about the thing lost. So. Me too. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, uh, Andrew, you're good. What, what, what's, uh, what's stressing you out, man? Well, I got an email from uh, Ghost Corps the other day that Australia is not even on the list for any premiere event. And I, that's freaking me out. Oh, oh man. No. You gotta make your own event. Yeah. So what now we have, uh, No, go for it. Now in Australia, are they getting the first release? Is it coming out before it's coming out here? Well, uh, one of the cinema chains here are actually doing an advanced screening on the thirteenth. But get this, they're going on the feminist side of it all. They're doing it. They're making it as a woman's night out, so only like for women to go. <laughs> what? Oh boy! Oh, what oh boy! Let's some backlash from hey, that. This is the yeah, perfect right. opportunity for you to get out a wig and a dress and just do you think? will yourself into that theater. Do it. 2016. Answer that call. Oh yeah, I've, 
They're I've calling. Already, I've already bought my lipstick. <laughs> good. That's good. Um, well, so that sucks. So, yeah, most major markets are going to have some sort of premiere, um, but nothing for Australia. That's pretty weird. Uh, or, I mean, I think it's weird. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, very. But um, apparently, Paul Street really wants to make it down here. So it still could happen, but at this stage, there's nothing. That's insane, That's especially since, like, yeah. they're obviously putting a lot of international promotion in this. I mean, we saw Paul Feig and Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy. Where were they the other day? Were they in Singapore? Yeah, it was all those Singapore, yeah. Setting world records. Yeah, man. So they're, I mean, that was just for a promotional event. That wasn't even for a premiere or anything. Um, so they're obviously, I mean, the movie's going to have a big international presence, and at least you're getting you know, a release the same day or the same week. But, man, I feel for you with no uh, no premiere event. Yeah. Yeah, right. But, but there is one thing. Um, I have been invited to a, I guess you call it a press junket, uh, like a small little thing to promote the movie, a week before the premiere. So maybe after that, I'll get in contact with you guys to let you know what's what's going on. Nice. Absolutely, yeah, we sure, would man. we would love to hear what that's, that's like. That's a nice consolation. Yeah. That would be um that would be really cool because obviously as people all over the world you know are gonna have different experiences with seeing this movie. Some people are gonna see it early. Some people are gonna do press events, fan events, charity events, and we want to hear from everybody. Yeah. Um. So definitely let Where us know how it, that goes. How you saw it? What you wore? <laughs> everything. Shade of lipstick. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> um, Andrew, is there uh, anything else on your mind to uh, tonight? No, I just just stressing out that I think we're being left in the dark and down under. So that's stressing me out. Oh, man. Well, hopefully that, you know, we'll do what we can, which is not anything at all. We have no strength (laughs) to pull. But but hopefully that turns around for you guys. And, you know, worst case scenario, you see the movie on the same day with it, you know, with everybody else. Yeah. Um, And then call us. I'll call the woman if I have to, so. There you go. That's good. good. All right, man. Support it. Have a good night, man. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Man, yes, have some international Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guys, I was stressed. Uh, it was All so, world. you know, different markets get the movie in different times. So, you know, it doesn't come out till like August in Japan. We saw that on those promotional pens we got. But yeah. uh, we got word today that Mexico is not going to see the movie till like August 14th. Ah, oh, sorry, Mexico. Wow. That sucks. That's a that month. Sucks. Yeah. That's a month. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, and it's the same continent. We're getting mad that we're seeing, like, very small images and screenshots and stuff um, that are spoilers, but if that movie's been out for an entire month, like, I don't know how you would avoid it Um, with, you know, and how would you go in with a clean slate? So, yeah, that is a little bit unfair. Definitely unfair. And so, yeah, they have our our thoughts, our sympathy and empathy and all that. Absolutely. Um, So, Jake... What uh? How's your uh, how's the art contest going? Yeah, how's that? Stress. <laughs> That's my um, one stressing. No clue. You talk. Uh, you do you want to fill people in on what we're talking about? Yeah, fill it in. I was thinking about that earlier. I was thinking about um, you. <laughs> yeah. So I so IMAX is doing like a an art contest. Um, to you know, just Ghostbusters art. They're gonna choose a winner. Um, the winner in it and one guest will get to uh, go to the premiere. Um, so, I mean, I entered, you know, I, they, uh, you know, I don't win. I usually don't win those kind of things, but Hey, you never know. We're going to, we're going to try it. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll get to go to the premiere. 
Hey, You're man, a talented be, guy. Yeah, you should. I look. I was look. You can look at the entries if you search IMAX Ghostbusters contest. And uh, I don't know, Jake. You're looking uh, looking pretty good there. You're looking pretty good, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like, I mean, I kind of am starting to think they don't have all the entries up there. So who knows? You know, there could be uh, tons of amazing things that I don't know about. Um, so you know, I'm just not getting Stay my hopes up for about it. it. Yeah, yeah man. You're going to win. You're a winner. <laughs> I'm just, okay, I'm just going to try to for, forget about it, put it out of my head, and then maybe one day I'll just get an email saying I'm going to the Ghostbuster premiere. Yeah, and then yeah. Craig and I are going to start, like, an elaborate competition to win the other ticket. <laughs> so, <laughs> sort of like, like, we'll like I'll be making out. your bed every morning, and Craig's going to be cooking for you. Oh, we're like, Jake like gives a us situation. Yeah, Jake gives us a list of 50 things we have to do. Yeah, win them back. Yeah. But then at the end of the episode, Jake realizes that wasn't the right thing. He doesn't even want to go. And he, he just gives like up. <laughs> um, we'll we'll give him out. We'll give him out on the show. Um, no. uh, that would be a really cool concept. That would be like really generous. Yeah, yeah that would be that would be super cool. We're not doing that. Yeah, but cool. Let's go to. Uh, we got a couple more callers here. Who? What is this all about? That can't be. This real. might be a Skype number. This might be a ghost. I see a one 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 area code. Might be Skype. Who is calling and where are you calling from? Are you on the air? Is this Skype? I yeah. think it's Am I on Skype? Skype. I think. Hey, so. this You're is from... Andrew. What? Yeah, this is Andrew from Oregon. Um, I'm just I'm stressing right now about uh, I want to win these books. <laughs> Andrew from Oregon, you want to win this book. You want to win them, huh? I don't know. Are we? Are you playing like man behind the curtain right now, or are we? What? What? What's the oh, deal did here? Did I say my name was Andrew? No, my name's my name's not Andrew. It's um. Okay. It's, so this is all right. So it's not Andrew. It's Ray. So let's, let, this is Ray. Um, this is Ray. This is Andrew That's Schaefer's agent from Oregon, uh, author of Ghosts from Our Past. So okay. I don't. I feel like you might want to win this book. I feel like this is something that you're not going to be able to get a hold of in Oregon. Yeah. Do they even deliver there? Yeah. I don't know. I live in the woods. Um, it's kind of – we saw a bear outside our place the other day. It's kind of dangerous oh out here. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, oh, wait, are you near Grants Pass, Oregon, by any chance? My job tried to send me there for six weeks, and I said, I've never heard that of that. That doesn't I'm not sound like it. a real place. That sounds like they were trying to get rid of you. <laughs> they were trying to just get rid of you. Um, Guys, cool. he didn't well, fall for it. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. We uh, Apparently, it is a real place, and apparently, it is in the middle of nowhere. And a couple guys that did go there, they came back, and I said, what was it like in Grants Pass, Oregon? And they said, everybody smokes cigarettes, and everybody drinks energy drinks all day. All right. So... So it sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. sound hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. So Andrew from Oregon, who have you from ghosts from our past, but probably not. I don't even know how to approach this. I feel like I'm being stumped right now. How about we just ask you this? What is on your mind tonight that you want to share with the Yes Have Some uh, live crew? Whoever you are. I'm Whoever stre- you are. I'm stressing about this Shallows trailers. Have you seen these? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. You talk, you talk about giving, right away, giving away the entire movie. I mean, they already well, showed you Doomsday or whatever at the end. 
Um, <laughs> I think. I think we're doing, what's gonna be there? What's happening? <laughs> Maybe Man, I'm talking about a right. different trailer. Uh, <laughs> right. So when they revealed Doomsday at the end of the Shallows trailer, I didn't see his bow tie, but I wonder if it's a, I don't know, like a multiverse or what. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Me you know, no, I've, I, I've, I've heard everybody uh, stressing about the, <laughs> stressing about the different trailers and, and giving away too much stuff. And I always think by the time I get to a theater and I sit down and the lights go down, I forget everything that I've seen in the trailers. And it might be because I've done some whippets or something before. Yeah. But I don't really I don't know. I don't know. I just I just kinda of go in, it just kind of like is a blank slate for me. So I mean I'm I'm excited about the movie and you know, I've read the script and everything and uh and I'm I'm still excited for Ghostbusters. Right on. Yeah. You know, there's so much stuff. There's so much, you know, that they did on set, improv and whatnot. And you guys were talking about how, you know, how different it's going to be. Even if you read the movie novelization, you know, there's going to be tons of new stuff in there. Right, and, uh, right. I, I read the middle grade novelization, which was very, very PG. Um, yeah. Okay. But there's going to be, t- I think there's going to be tons of stuff in there. You know, I don't know if Paul's going to get that F word in that he wants. That you guys were talking well, about. Well, but... oh man, I hope so. We're gonna add. I don't know. We're gonna add our own, no matter what. Um, <laughs> Just edit it <laughs> afterwards. But um, well, Andrew. So I mean, I think we'll. Um, uh, all joking aside, I think we're gonna be talking to you a little bit more extensively here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, like on the real. On the real, but um, yeah, you yeah, know, on the real, on the real. So. On the real, we'll talk more extensively mm-hmm. about ghosts from our past. Um, the book looks amazing. We're so excited yeah. uh, to check it out. I'm about 30 pages in. I, I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. Yeah. Um, but just as kind of a brief teaser, um, how, does, how did you get involved? How, how did that happen? Because I think that's something people um, who listen to us would w- want to know. How did, how did that come about? Yeah. Um, I, my last book was uh, How to Survive a Sharknado. And... <laughs> um, I did that. That was a tie-in with the Sharknado 2 film, and it actually appears on screen in that movie. It's written by Tara Reid's character in the movie. And, you know, they oh. wanted to do this in real, in real life. And, yeah. And, and so, and so um, I, I had an idea for the Sharknado book, and we did that. Um, and I – it, you know, from there, my my editor, who also worked on the Parks and Rec book that Abby was talking about earlier, um, he said, yes. uh, you know, is there anything else you want to work on? And I go, uh, uh, Ghostbusters. Um, can you give me this? And, it, you know, this was a couple of years ago. And he was like, Ghostbusters, you know, it's dead. You know, uh, there's, you, you can't put out a book to a dead franchise, basically. And okay. then he comes back, you know, a year later and says, hey, remember that Ghostbusters thing you were talking about? I think I might have something. And I was like, oh, my God, we need to get on this. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. And so so it was basically just sort of being, you know, being the first line. And I, you know, I had to submit samples and stuff and and, um, you know, I had to get approved by everybody. But, um, you know, at that at that point, then I got to work with uh, both Paul and Katie on the book. So it was it was pretty awesome. It was it was, you know, a complete dream. So I'm like, yeah, dreaming. Or it yeah, might be the no. Whippets. Yeah. No, I don't that know. That sounds amazing. Those whippets are kicking in. I mean, that's incredible. That's so cool that you basically 
you know, early on or a couple of years ago set and named a dream project and for it to come to fruition, um, that's awesome. Like, yeah. who gets, like, I'm sure that's something anybody in any kind of, uh, you know, creative medium, whether it's, you know, podcasting or writing or, you know, acting or whatever, to, to do something that you're passionate about uh, is incredible. Yeah. Do you, um, Right. It rarely just, happens, you know, right. the lines like that. Um, that's like if, if Jake got to write a book about his Jaws barrel. <laughs> I've already I've already written the book. It's just getting it published, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> well, self-publishing is an option for the for, for me and my barrel. One man's yeah. journey to production. How did you know the title? How did you know the title? <laughs> God damn it. Um, Andrew, as a, a small follow-up to that, when you're working with them, are you working off a script? Are you seeing cuts of the movie? Um, or is it at what part of the process do you? I don't know how to phrase it. When did you stop uh, seeing stuff from the movie, basically, or was it right up until uh, publishing time? Oh no, I, I stopped seeing stuff from the movie um, uh, early on this year. Um, so I, I started seeing stuff from it before they started filming. So from a very early stage with the 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 script, the script changed quite a bit, and so I sort of got in very early and then you know there was stuff that that changed all throughout you know filming and whatnot they're like oh this scene is in this scene you know that's just you know that's how filming goes right and, yeah. but the the great thing was was that you know with um with this book was that it's all about their backstories so most of the stuff that happened you know, whatever they changed, it didn't affect my book at all. You know, unlike say the movie novelization, <laughs> they yeah. might rewrite whole chapters. With mine, it was just like, oh, this character is dead now, or something. You know, right, um, right. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. I think, um, I think everybody is going to want to check out the book. Um, yeah. Because to have something as an official, I mean, we've all been waiting for a Ghostbusters movie forever. But to have something like an official tie-in that uh, we can consider canon for the, the yeah. new characters that were just getting introduced to these characters. Yeah, that's like a fucking joy to read. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's great. We're, we're really excited. Um, before we move on, and like we said, we're going to have Andrew on, I think, in a more official capacity to have a real, a real one-on-one. We'll get him out of the woods. We're going to get him out of the woods. Right. First of all, well, well gonna, I'm just Ray. Remember, I'm Ray. We're gonna get Ray out of the woods. Totally different guy. Right. And we're gonna try yeah. to get Andrew. I don't know if we're gonna be able to do that. We're gonna have to go to Grant's Pass with yeah. my job. He's yeah. very um, busy. He's very busy <laughs> with his energy drinks and yeah, cigarettes. <laughs> Did um Woo. when you were first doing research for this and maybe reading the script or working with Paul uh, or or Katie Dippold, was there anything that as as a Ghostbusters fan coming into it, was there anything that surprised you? Like something like, oh wow, I'm, this is shocking, either good or bad, or or was there anything early on that that kind of threw you for a loop that would have uh, that our fan base, the yes, have some listeners might yeah. find interesting. Oh yeah, uh, that it was a reboot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, the first, you know the first thing the first thing I did, you know, I started reading it and I go, wait a minute, what are they doing here? You know. Um, right. So that threw that threw me for a loop, and then and then it was just like, oh, I see what you know, I see what they're doing, and then I go, oh, this is you know, this is really funny, um, because at first you know I heard it was a reboot, and then I I started to I go, oh, I don't know if that's something you know 
I want to do. But then as I started mm-hmm. reading, I was like, this is, this is really interesting. This tells a very different story, you know, that hits some of the same beats, but it's a, mm-hmm. you know, it's a story of a friendship between uh, these two people, Aaron and Abby. And that's one of the things you really didn't get a lot of, you know, in the original Ghostbusters was any sense that these characters had much of a, uh, you know, a past together. You always said, well, what were they like in college? You know, what, right, you know, right. uh, you guys talked about like a Ghostbusters high school or something. You know? mm-hmm. and, yeah. and so that was one of the cool things with this. I was like, oh, I get to sort of fill in, you know, what did Abby and Aaron do in high school? You know, that's something that's going to, you know, that shows up, you know, on the film. So it's it was really cool to sort of get, uh, you know that that's what sort of surprised me the most, though, was that it was it it goes in a you know a very different um, sort of direction. That's you know it's it's I, you know I guess you can see from Ghost from Our Past what yeah. a little bit of that, and then and then when you see the movie, and you know and, and again I haven't seen the movie. I've only you know the last time I saw anything with the movie was you know with the script several months ago. So right. Um, so I will be you know just as surprised you know, as everybody else. That's awesome. And would you, because only because this is an ongoing discussion uh, here on on the show and people kind of send us message and ask us all, like, it's funny how people, we've somehow convinced everybody that we, uh, we have the inside track, Uh, but people ask us (laughs) these questions. So uh, we'll, as far as the future of Ghostbusters and uh, hopefully I'll put off the bat, hopefully you have future involvement uh, writing, you know, yeah. writing for the franchise because uh, you're kicking ass from everything I've seen yeah. so far, um, and you're obviously oh, a fan. You. So it's, it's always cool when uh, or Andrew's a fan. Ray, I'm not sure. I'll about. pass that along know. to Andrew. Yeah, all of that. Thank you. <laughs> Delighted to but hear. But is it. there? Will you? I mean, none of us can predict what the movie's going to do as far as box office. Mm-hmm. But would you be? Uh, would you be surprised, or what? What is your impression as far as where this? If you've gotten any impression of, of where they go from here, or is it, or is it basically like we we don't? There's no way of really knowing until the movie comes out and the dust settles a little bit. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, I yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, yeah. You know, you'll see. There's there's definitely some, you know, stuff that's teased. You know, in the book right. mm-hmm. and in the movie, probably about you know, what the future of those characters is. Um, right. Well, we know that, you know, the future of the characters after the movie is they, you know, they put this book back out. Um, yeah. So, right. So that is uh, or it becomes um, relevant, not too much right. of a spoiler to, you know. But, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. And it's, you know, it's not something that, you know, I think is a done in one, you know. Um, right, right. That you know, I I I like to see it get a, a sequel. I know everybody, uh, you know, wants to know: is there going to be a multiverse? You know, will the right. teams meet up? You know, whether they'll meet up in the comic books or on the cartoons or, um, you know, on screen at some point. And boy, that's you know, that's that's all, that's all uh, in inside that little uh, Ghost Course studio there where you guys have set foot in. You got, we have the, you got a bigger it, inside track than I got. You know what, though? It is little. <laughs> it's not that there. big. What did you do? Would you I, use the bathroom in there? Yeah, I used the pole. <laughs> they have a pole. Uh, <laughs> wait, did, but, you, uh, did you say you used the bath? Is there a pole in there? 
Yeah, they've got like the firehouse, the pole. Yeah, but you can't use it. You oh. can touch you, it. Yeah, you, you use it when you like, yeah, you like a wraparound. <laughs> That's using it. Okay, because anyway, I thought this was sort of like Demolition <laughs> Man, where they're like, oh, you got to use the three seashells. <laughs> oh, you tell me he does not use the three seashells? Rob Schneider just mocking Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's a good movie. That's our Ghostbusters tie in Rob Schneider's daughter with the official soundtrack song. Yeah, um, there it is. Bring it back. Oh, we've had that song on repeat in our house. Yeah, my wife loves it. I love it. It's great. It's a good I can't track. Stop. And that's really cool what you were saying, Andrew, because or Ray, whoever you are. Um, yeah. And I think all of us can agree, like, it's fun to think about the possibilities of the future, but I, if we can walk out of the movie, if we can read your book, and we can get a really good sense of, hey, hey, we, we had 30 years of, of the original guys, but these are new characters that we're interested in, that we, that we want to see developed and want to see them have further adventures. I think that's probably a better result than, hey, we might have to go back to the drawing board and try to figure out a way to fix this because – yeah. We want Ghostbusters, no matter what version, we want it to be good. Yeah. Um, but we want our tie-in books to be even better. Um, so I'll go ahead and plug this thing. Ghosts from Our Past, uh, both literally and figuratively, The Study of the Paranormal by Aaron Gilbert, Abby L. Yates, and, of course, Andrew Schaefer. It's available on Amazon right now on pre-order, and the official release date, I think, is the 24th of June. That sounds right. Check with Ray. We'll check with Ray. Uh, Andrew says it's the 28th. 28th, cool. Uh, but you yeah. can pre-order. We've got a couple copies to give away, including one tonight. Um, so anything else, good sir? Uh, we do appreciate you calling in, by the way. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. i got to get off the line. I was just calling in to win one of those books, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew we'll has try to get one. We'll we, can't, one uh, you know. we can't give you one because um, <clears throat> because of the bear, whatever that means. <laughs> That's true. That's probably your. Yeah. 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 That old. That old. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's all good. It's all good. All right, man. All right. right, Have a good one. Thanks, dude. All right. Thanks, man. Bye. I don't know who that was. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. It was good though. He had a lot of information. He had good information. Yeah. We should start talking about Stephen King and see who calls (laughs) in. Uh, some guy is like, hi, my name's Ron. I'd like to talk about the Green Mile. Like, okay. <laughs> he he oh, would man. he would be like, why does everybody like that Shining movie? I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> that the thing Cuban version, the Cuban version was bad. No, yeah. Right. Um, well, cool. Uh, we got a couple more callers on the line. Call in nine two nine four seven seven one two one seven. And uh, press one to join the show. But um, talking about go- – let's talk a little bit about what, what we just talked about with our friend Ray there. Um, so this book is in-universe. It's canon. Um, it's written by the two main characters. And, Jake, what did, what did you think about some of the stuff he was saying about how these characters <laughs> might different from the, or differ from the originals as far as their, like, dynamic with each other? Um, I, I think it's, uh, it's exciting to be, to be able to see – see a little bit into their, uh, a little more into their backstory, you know, um, just to see what got them into uh, the paranormal in the first place. You know, like when, when the original Ghostbuster starts, Egon and Ray, they're just already like, you know, you don't, you don't ever really know if there was something that drove them 
uh, you know, towards the paranormal. And I mean, it, you know, uh, the, the original structured in a way to where it doesn't matter. You, you don't ever, you don't ever sit and think like, Hey, I need to know why Ray was yeah. at that mass sponge uh, thing. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. it's really, it's really interesting and, it, and it's fun uh, to, to see some of that stuff. Um, and it's just like a super, like we were saying earlier, it's such a cool tie in with the movie and it's such a cool, like, merchandising thing. Um, it's unique. They don't do that very often where, you know, the, you know, the book is in the, like, hey, if when Jurassic World came out, like, remember there were a couple scenes in the movie where you see someone reading, the Mal- reading Malcolm's book? Right. Yeah. Why wasn't that thing released? And, like, you know, I would have read this shit out of that, man. Right. Um, yep. It's just a cool idea that yeah. nobody's using and, uh, it's it's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And especially as like prop builders and collectors of replicas to be able to have something that you see on screen in your hand that you can read. That's literally like the backstory and history. And it's, it's extremely cool. Um, I love uh, the characters, um, their history and the way that they, they're, uh, I, I thought that was really cool that we got to talk to Andrew or her Ray or whoever that was, because the fact that he had, I like how his little like we're we're like stumbling over our words to make sure that nobody knows. To make sure that nobody knows. <laughs> no, but that's cool that he got to kind of inform their history and uh, and them as as characters. I thought that was you know that's really that's it's cool. Exciting, yeah. It's very exciting. Very, very cool. And for him to work on a dream project, like I don't know if uh, I'm not going to try to come up with a metaphor, but yeah, Jake's Jaws Barrel, me and my barrel. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's what I named it. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. All right, so let's go to man. We got about a half hour left. This show's kind of flying. Let's go to the good old four eight zero area code. Who are you? What are you stressing about? And where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Joseph, and I'm calling all the way from Mesa, Arizona. Wow. Nice. What's up, Joseph in Mesa, Arizona? I've been to Mesa, Arizona. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there. My band, uh, I was in a band. We played out in Mesa. Right. Maybe it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. This Pretty was, cool. This was a lifetime ago. Uh, Joe, what's <laughs> going on, man? Uh, what's on your mind? Uh, I, I mean, I was dragged in here by my friends, uh, Ronan and John. They told me to check on the SF sum and all that being uh, like Ghostbusters fans. So. They're <laughs> <laughs> just... You're just here as kind of like they're like, hey, we we don't have a chance to listen. We need you to. Uh, you're like new. Representing. You're new to the franchise. And they're like, Can you stay in line for us. <laughs> like I, I was listening to like mid mid of the podcast, and I'm like, should yeah. I butt in or? Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. I'll be I'll, I'll be kind of sitting in on the back. So. Well, no, this is like that episode of. Uh, Say by the bell where they make Screech sleep in the mall for Pearl Jam tickets. Yeah. Or no, you too. You too. That's exactly what this well, is like. Well, it's pretty much the same thing, yeah. Uh, well, Which row well, seats uh, do you want? Yeah, exactly. And he, like, fucking walks away. He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and now he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Poor Screech. So, Thanks for calling. Now that you've been coaxed <laughs> into joining joining this this kooky bunch, what uh what's on your mind, man? Uh, I was gonna say, I mean, with the month uh, being away, I mean, Ghostbusters finally be released. I mean, 
uh, I mean, I was just this is my first time, so I was just wondering. Like, of course, you guys are all enthusiastic about the new movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the question for me is, um, are you guys? I was gonna say, is, is it gonna be hard to kind of watch this new movie, but you still have the original in your head? Because everyone that I met is like trying to accept this the new movie as its own. Right. Yeah. So. Um. That, no. Well, that's a really good question. First of all, uh, if you don't mind me asking you, what um, what is your level of excitement or optimism? Are you are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Oh, I mean, at first, I mean, when I heard the news, I mean, I was kind of like negative at first, but then as like more of the you know news kept catching on, I became more interested, more open, and I'm just excited for it. But I'll be Kind of, you know, I'll wait till the movie is released so I can judge it. I'm not going to be like, you know, uh, what's his name? James Rolfe, Angry Video Game Nerd, where I'm just like, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, right. nobody, nobody should be like that. that no guy. one needs yeah. to be um, yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I've met have the an, guy before. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he's a nice guy. I just think yeah. that, you know, to have an informed opinion, you want to at least see it. Um, as far as your question goes, I don't want to speak for everybody. For me... I know that the first – so we were out at the Sony event, and the first time I watched the trailer, I didn't ha- – like, I thought I was going to go into it, like, going, oh, man, this is a Ghostbusters trailer. I have, a, I have something to compare it to. Am I going to love it? Am I going to hate it? But I was just so excited to be seeing something Ghostbusters that wasn't – that was new that I don't – I think I'm going to be too excited to really be able to parse out, like, rational thoughts and comparisons, especially that first time. I'm sure as time goes on and I see the movie a bunch, I'll be able to take a, a better look at yeah. at it at the movie as a whole. And I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing this movie and drawing comparisons to the first movie and saying, this is what I like, this is what I didn't like, this is what I think they could have done better. Because after all, it is a movie, and we're allowed to be critical of it. Right. Um, yeah. I think the problem is that Ghostbusters is so iconic that if you go into it going expecting it to be better or to somehow surpass it or live up to it, I think you're almost going to be disappointed no matter what. Yeah. So I kind of want to look at it as its own thing. Yeah. I, I mean, no, I agree with you. I was, I was going to say um, it, it kind of is exactly what we were talking about earlier with um, Jurassic World. I think – I think it's going to be a similar experience. Um, Like I said, I kind of went into that and, you know, just being like, okay, this is different. I need to just watch it. But watching Jurassic world for the first time for me was, it was like, it was stressful. It was exciting. There are definitely times in that movie that makes you, you know, think to very specific scenes in the original. And I'm sure Ghostbusters is going to do the same thing. I think it's going to be, I think my brain is going to be working in overtime trying to just like cope with the fact that I'm watching Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think the first time it's just going to be like, it's going to be weird. It's going to go by super quickly, whether, you know, whether the movie's good or bad, there are going to be, I'm sure there are going to be things that immediately make you think of Ghostbusters, you know, or of the original. Um, I mean, the trailers already do that. So but I think it's going to be that kind of experience. It's going to be one of those things where you got to see it a couple times to really get 
you know, your bearings on what you think. Yeah. We're going to see it a couple times. The first yeah, night, yeah. we'll probably see it like <laughs> twice and then twice the next day and the next day and the next day. Um, and I want my heartstrings to be pulled and to be played. And I'm excited about that. I like the nostalgic chills that I got when I saw the trailer for the first time. And when I've seen the trailer since then, it just feels like Ghostbusters. And I'm just, I don't know how many packs of Kleenex like I can pack like in my flight suit and on my person, but I'm going to need all of them because I, I just know I'm going to be really emotional when I'm watching this and it's going well, to probably wash over like, me. And it's not, I mean, we could talk about like, a lot of cleanup. It's been such kind of like a journey to this movie. You know, yeah. it's been such like, it's been like Our a mecca. Yeah. It's been almost a 30 year build up to a third Ghostbusters. We all had an idea of what Ghostbusters. So it's, I think no matter what, it's going to be a cathartic experience. Like, we're going to we're like, okay, there's now officially a third Ghostbusters. We loved it. We hated it, whatever. Where, where do we go from here? Um, my personal feeling is though, that it's, it's going to be, if, if anything, it's going to be a fun movie. That's what I really feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be a hundred percent the movie. Some people wanted the whole time, but I think it is going to be a fun movie. Um, yeah. So, um, and Ecto Cooler. And Ecto Cooler is here. Um, yes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Well, yeah, I don't have my squeeze box yet. Oh, my juice box. Yeah, me either. Um, well, cool, man. Anything uh, else on your mind out there in uh, Arizona before we move on? Uh, no, I just got to say, you know, great. <laughs> it's kind of a great first call. I mean, tuning into the show and, uh, you know, just representing Phoenix Ghostbusters and all that. So. <laughs> awesome, dude. Very yeah, cool, man. Thanks, dude. Thanks man, it was a good question. In. Yeah, thanks for calling <laughs> in. We'll, um, we'll, uh, we'll be announcing our contest winner on the Facebook page after, after the show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be having live shows up until release. So, uh, definitely call back next time. Because we need All right, I will. Thank you, guys. Cool. Thanks, man. Later, dude. All right. I'll see you in. All right. Bye-bye. Cool. Guys. Yeah. Guys. Oh, hold on one second. Yeah, we're doing a live show. Everybody just hold on one second. Everybody um, just hold on. Something happened. Dude, he got uh, me oh. so nervous. He got me so stressed. Yeah, what about just, like, I was... just the move, just having to think about what it's going to be like to see that movie for the first time. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. My mind but, was transported. I was but like, man, honestly, I, gonna... yeah, I do think it's going to be like the first Jurassic World viewing. Um, I hope it's better than Jurassic World, but well, yeah. I wanted to ask. So, Jake, one of the things they talked about on the cross trip with the, uh, I think what was the, I'll look up his name because I don't want I'll, he. I want to give the guy credit because it was a great interview. Um. They talked about weapon, what's called weaponized nostalgia, and I kind of had a uh, a different interpretation of what that was. My feeling was that weaponized nostalgia. Uh, well, it doesn't matter what my feeling is. What what it is is basically like the studios using something like a, a familiar franchise or a familiar familiar product that people are nostalgic for, and kind of uh, capitalizing on it. And keeping the, some of the same beats, but not putting in a, as much passion into it as maybe the original had. Uh, by the way, the psychologist people call that like an algorithm movie. Yeah. Like so that. Alex Langley, by the way, is his name. Um, and uh, so yeah, everybody go check out the international, uh, interdimensional, <laughs> international, the Ghostbusters oh. interdimensional crossroad episode two twenty five with Alex Langley, um, mm-hmm. the psychology of Ghostbusters. So he was talking. He cited Jurassic World specifically right. as a movie that hit a lot of the same beats as Jurassic Park 
and used those beats as weaponized nostalgia to bring in an audience and to pull on your heartstrings without having as much passion or care as the original. Um, now, do I think that the director, do I think Colin Trevorrow and Steven Spielberg went into Jurassic World and were like, hey, let's make sure we hit some of these same spots because people are going to go apeshit for them? No, I think they probably made the best movie that they could. But there is something to be said about a movie that plays so close to somebody's heart and they use that as kind of to get an emotional response uh, without maybe um, like emotional manipulation or exploitation yeah. of nostalgic ties or something and, like that and what they were money. what they were talking about was interesting uh, as it applies to ghostbusters is you can make a case that there's some of that here but also you can make a case against it because it is a reboot and the easier route would have been the passing the yep. torch story, like here's Dan Aykroyd pulling on your heartstrings. Here's, here's the Bill. old dusty uniform. Yeah, right, right. So, so, so in certain ways, Ghostbusters can fall into this category, but in other ways, um, it's a little. In other ways, no way, because Jurassic World was flawed in my opinion because I didn't love the characters. And look at these fucking characters in Ghostbusters 2016. Answer the call. I'm gonna say it every time. Um, <laughs> like if you're reading Ghost from Our Past, what we've been talking about, like there's uh, Aaron Gilbert's backstory. It's like the first chapter, and it's riveting, and it's like it it, it and it's emotional, and it's connected with me, and I feel like I understand her character as someone who was homeschooled and who didn't have a lot of friends growing up. And I really like her as a character already before seeing her on screen. And that to me just speaks volumes about this new movie. If I'm able to be inspired and excited about that um, going into it, then I just know it's going to be so much better than Jurassic World because I walked out of that movie being like, what the fuck? No, wait, I like Jurassic World. <laughs> but then I watched it, and now I have, like, an abusive relationship with that movie. So I think I like that, it now. <laughs> that's a that's kind of a hard thing to debate, I think, because, um, you know, you're saying, like, just the name of it, putting the word weaponized in front of it and saying that it's like, you know, something done purposely to trick you into liking their movie or whatever. Right, right. I can I can see that. I can see, you know, the logic in that. But then again, like, when you're going and seeing another Jurassic Park movie or you're Ghostbusters, <laughs> and don't you want some of that? Like, you want some of that. Like, you want some of those callbacks to, old, yeah, to the of old course. movie. It's like, satisfying. How is that? a bad thing like that's something right. you i mean no one's complaining about the those scenes and you know the new star wars because i mean that was full of it too right so it's hard it's right. hard that's like that's a we could debate that all day because like on one point i can see where you could be like oh these people didn't care they just wanted to make you come see the movie okay but then like all right but i liked when they did that you know right right so, i think the more interesting argument is that the characters in Jurassic World seemed less developed and interesting than uh, the, the characters in Jurassic yeah. Park. Right. I think that's, that's a problem. Probably, that's a problem with the writing. You know, I don't think that's like everyone set off to make a subpar movie. That's just right. Right. Maybe they, was, they did work hard at everything. Yet. Yeah. Right. We love yeah, you, Jurassic Park. We love you. If uh, Blue, and we love Delta, you more than we love Jurassic Park Three. We'll say that. If yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard is listening, 
Or although I gotta say, Jurassic Park Three has played on our television quite a lot in the last year. Quite on yeah. That's but but that's because Jurassic Park Three is a lot like Jaws: The Revenge. It's like it's bad, but it's fun to watch, kind of because of how bad. Yeah. You know what? Like we we've we've already done two full Jurassic Park episodes, and I'm and I'm pretty sure we hit it. But like Jurassic Park Three is bad, but there are it does have some like redeeming qualities. There are a couple scenes in there that are pretty good. Um, so I mean, it's not like completely without its merit yeah. or whatever, but. Right. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I mean, it's no Jaws 3. (laughs) Nothing is. Cool. So listen, guys, we've got about 15 minutes left in the show. We've been having a lot of fun, a lot of great calls tonight. Uh, If you do want to squeeze yourself in here at the end, give yourself a chance to uh, win a copy of Ghosts from Our Past. It's going to be 929-477-1217. Um and press one and you can come uh, chat with us. Uh, let's go to the lines right now. Whoa! I almost pressed the wrong button. Whoa! Uh oh. Six zero two. Six zero two area code. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hi guys, it's Kitty from Phoenix, Arizona. How are you guys doing? Hello, hello. Hey, Kitty. Arizona Ghostbusters. <laughs> yep, hey. that's right. You got it right. I got it right. right. <laughs> we know. I know. We remember. We know. I think we everybody know. knows. Everybody knows. So, what's on your mind tonight? What's going on? So, while I was listening to you guys stress out about, um, I was, I actually wanted to talk about Jurassic World. Now that you think about it, just so you mm-hmm. guys know, um, I know the first, second, and third one is currently on Netflix. So if you guys Very cool. dress Mark on, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, who are these characters? I don't care about their feelings. Just show me oh. some fucking raptors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Chris Pratt is taking was... his shirt off already? God damn it. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> I just want his shirt off. Oh, um, it's but no, uh, I, I I know that we are one month away from Ghostbusters. I am ever so excited. I think everything, every day I talk about Ghostbusters. It's always something different, um, whether it's, you know, you know, someone saying, oh, I don't like this for this reason. I'm like, I'm going to back up with a bunch of cool facts about why this is going to be great. Um, yeah. As far as the TV spots, I mean, I watched all of them. Um, I guess... I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth on it if they did reveal too much, but I still don't care. I'm I'm still so excited. I've been excited since the Sony event. As you guys know, we were all there just kind of freaking excited. Like, why are we here? Oh, they picked us. Yeah. We're special. <laughs> are so, we going to see the whole movie? <laughs> I know. The, that's we what like, everyone, no, we're wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> we saw that's the trailer. We know now. <laughs> Long road to go. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's it, you know, we're we're in this pocket of time now where it kind of felt very distant for a long time. It, you know, for so long it was like, well, we're a year away, and then it's like, how far are we away? Like, eleven months, twenty eight days. Like, it, it's just been like, <laughs> it's been a daily countdown. And you know, we didn't see a lot. Remember, I, I'm, it's funny now to think back how I, you know, the people who were like, we haven't seen a trailer. It's almost March. What what's going on? And it's like since then we have it's been nonstop. Yeah. So. That was the last time I was stressed out, was, like, before all this shit. Yeah, so it's kind of proof that, like, 
Maybe you don't have to market a movie seven months in advance. Wait, I'm always stressed out. Yeah, you are. What always the fuck out. am I saying? <laughs> maybe maybe you don't have to have a movie trailer a year in advance. Maybe you can really get the buzz going, you know, four or five months out and be be just okay. Because you know, you could say a lot about Ghostbusters. There there's a lot of buzz, <laughs> no matter what. Oh my gosh, um, there's a so much buzz every day. So yeah, you, you're right. Guy. You don't need a year and a half. I think we'd be more stressed out a year and a half if it came out, you know, so early. So right. I'm actually kind of glad it came out, like, you know, with the, you know, teaser being like, you know, the beginning of, was it March? I don't even remember. I feel like it's been ages, but it's only been right. a matter of months. Well, the really. first, that, Jake, what was it? The first, um, the first little thing mm-hmm. they revealed that didn't reveal anything was on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, and then, Valentine's Day. Right. Little fake and out. And then it was, it was March when the trailer came out. Yeah, then like March. March right? Yeah, right at the beginning of March. March 3rd, yeah. I mm-hmm. think it was. Okay, um, yeah. Now, well, Kitty, you know, while we got you on the line, this is something I've been thinking yep. about. As people who are excited about this movie and who've been optimistic, but I feel like we're all optimistic, but we're all realistic. What, how do, how do we, uh, how do we properly assess how good or not good this movie is. Like what I've been thinking about is like, if I go in and watch it, am I going to be able to come out of it and think anything other than, wow, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Right. Like how do I, because at most other movies I can go in, watch it, come out and either go, yeah, that was great. Or yeah, that was not so great. Or I want to see it again, or I'm never going to waste my time. This one, I feel like I'm going to have to watch. Like I feel like it's going to be what people just went through with force awakens. Like they didn't even get a good sense of, what they thought about the movie until maybe like the third viewing. Yeah, exactly. I've watched, I, yeah, I, I watched force awakens at least, at least three or three, nope, four different times. I just remember probably because it was really late when I thought I was, all I felt was anger for some reason. And of course <laughs> tears were already streaming down my face because of that one part. And right. I was all emotions. Like, I was Are you talking about home and I'm like, red arm? The red arm. Um, yeah. A lot of people were upset. Like, Where did that red arm come from? What are those? Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I was just so like, I didn't want to talk to my boyfriend. I was like, don't talk to me. I just, you don't talk to me. I hope that's not my same reaction. <laughs> Obviously, I feel like I have a connection with the, you know, with, with the characters that they're showing. Patty is hilarious. Holtzman is bae. I mean, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Don't like I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I but I agree. Like, yes, exactly. So really, since we have this, these connections with the characters, I, I just, I don't know. I, I do have to watch it a couple times, but I'm definitely going to be cheering for my favorites the first time around. And then I'll probably have to watch it again and give everyone else a chance, make sure if I have any other favorites. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Kevin? Well, in like Jake. <laughs> Jake, yeah. you're 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 as big of a Star Wars fan as anybody. How many? Wh- what was your when you saw Force Awakens? Did you have to see it a couple times to really kind of to gain a, a proper perspective? Uh, I you, well, I don't know, man. I think I I don't know. No, I I loved it immediately. Uh, I, I did. I loved Star Wars immediately. Uh, I had to I had to do that with Jurassic World. Uh, but mm-hmm. no, Star Wars. Star Wars seems so completely different than every other movie that's ever been, like, it just seemed like everything aligned with Star Wars. Um, and, I mean, you know, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everything aligned to Stacey Ridley. Everything, everything worked out in a magical way uh, yeah. with Star Wars, and who knows if that's ever going to happen again. You know, the next Star Wars movie could be terrible, but I feel like uh, they just captured everything perfectly uh, with that movie, like as far as the trailers, what they showed, uh, the tone, just everything was was like almost unbelievable. Um, right. And it's Star um, Wars. I don't know. It's, it's, it's and it's Star, Star Wars. I think, I think, uh, I, but I'll tell you, like, I wasn't as stressed about Star Wars, you know, as I am about Ghostbusters. I'm not, I didn't, I'm not having the same feelings. Yeah, it's, it's going to be different um, because Ghostbusters is closer um, to me than Star Wars is, and, and, and so is Jurassic Park. So Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Kitty, we, we only got about seven minutes left, so thanks for calling. We're going we're gonna to move on here. Please call next time, and uh, we'll, we'll chat some more stress. Leading yeah. up to this movie. All Thank right. You for our Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, totally. Bye. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Couple more minutes. Only five minutes left. Nine, five minutes. Nine five one area code. Who is calling and where are you calling from? Hey guys, what's up? This is uh, John Yurkaba calling in again, but solo this time. Ah, what's up, man? Man solo. What's up, John? How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm I'm stressing out, but my stress is on many subtle levels. Uh-oh. Yeah. Let's hear it. Subtle levels, huh? There's it's, not just uh, one. It's, it's crazy. One, uh, onion. It's not, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. What, what's, Tell us more. What's on your mind? So, first of all, the spoilers are driving me nuts, and it's uh, it's hard to avoid them. I, I tried to be strong with the TV spots that just came out, and... I, I was weak. I had a moment of weakness, oh, no. and that moment of weakness Caved. caught up with me later after I watched all of them, and I was like, I, I turned off my computer all the way, and I was like, I'm never using this thing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you smash like Kurt Cameron well, in that. <laughs> since we've been able to avoid that stuff with, without spoiling it, did you at least like what you saw? No, no, I loved it. it. Like, me not being happy with it wasn't the problem at all. It was just, for the most part, like, most of it, there was nothing really that, you know, spoiled anything. But then there's that one moment where you're like, it's it's that thing that, you know, they're shooting at. And yeah. It's, like, yep. it's not, it's probably not a huge thing in the movie, but it's one right. of those things that would have been fun to just not see it until you watch the movie, you know? It's like you saw mm-hmm. one of your major Christmas presents when you sneaked into the closet. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that it's going to be fun when ones. you actually... Yeah, it's going to be fun when you actually unwrap it and play with it, but it would have yeah. had more impact if you just didn't even know what it was. Yep. You're like, I'm going to have to fake it a little bit. I'm going to have to feign yeah. surprise because now I know. But right. I'm still excited yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm super pumped. So there's that. And, like, this morning I went to uh, Barnes & Noble, and I was actually looking for Tobin Spirit Guide. But then I saw in the kids' section they had all the – you know, the I Can Read Ghostbusters books. Yeah. And I picked all of them up, and I was, like, I sat there and stared at them for, like, ten minutes just thinking, like, maybe I can take these home but <laughs> not read them. And then I was like, that's not a real thing. I'm not even yeah. going to walk out. Definitely read these immediately. Um, and then, that's a hard thing, man. I, I picked them up. They're still in the bag in the corner <laughs> of a room. I, like, put them in the toy room where I don't go that often. And, like, 
I sit home at night and I hear them talk to me and they're just like, <laughs> oh, jeez, you know, I'm just like, fuck, get the fuck out of my head. You know, I totally know what you mean. I've, I've had stuff where, you know, I tried to like avoid spoilers or not mess with something, but still have it, it you know, in my home. And yeah. there'll be moments when I'm like, I got to get up we in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And then, and then yeah. you know, I end up reading it until two yeah. in the morning. Or, I'm, I, I feel like I'm going to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and I'm just going to have that book like opened and I'll be like right on, you know, the last page of the novelization or something like that. There, And I was like, nope, <laughs> run in the opposite direction. Uh, you know what? The good thing is all of those books are going to be very available uh, after the movie's out. And you yep. Drive right. in. You won't oh. have as much guilt going to the kids section. Oh. Yeah, and then I thought about, well, maybe I'll just be, like, the good uncle and buy them and send them to my niece and nephew, which yeah. opened up a whole other can of worms because I was like, oh, man, I hope they love the movie. I hope that I hope they get into Ghostbusters a whole lot and I can talk to them about right. it and the, the future is safe and, and just it spun out from there. And now, like, I've got that going on and I'm stressing out because they just announced the uh, – the IMAX fan art contest, so I'm trying to put something together for that. Oh. Ooh. No, I'm all over should, the place. You should just forget about that contest. Because like it's yeah. kind of lame. It's kind of lame, and you should just stay away from it. You know? Yeah, it's like, why, you know, a lot of cause time. Because you're going to win it. Um. <laughs> I don't even know. I've For the past week, I've been playing around trying to get, like, a good something that I feel happy with that I can actually go forward and keep drawing it and not just like sketch stick figures and like, what if I put this one over here? And right. uh, Craig should submit his line Slimer that he sent. Uh. To the, uh, we're going to publish his line Slimer. We'll tell the story later. We'll we're running out of time now. Story for another time. Story for another time. Well, uh, we got a minute left, John, anything else on your mind before we uh, say goodbye? No, I mean that's you know that's what's been going on with me. It's it's always great hearing the show and hearing you guys talk, and I just I can't believe we're a month away. It's it's crazy, yeah. and to be able to call in and hear other people mm-hmm. talk and hear you guys talk and talk to you and all kind of like get through that last leg of the yeah. the marathon of 26 years together is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah man, it's yeah, awesome. Exactly. That's, a, that's like such coming. a that's such a cool way to put Somebody's it, man. Somebody's coming. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> all right, man. We'll talk to you. Uh... Julian Holton's coming. Hey. Whoa, I didn't. <laughs> She forgot about her new toy. Oh! Hey, draw that picture. All right, man. Yeah, draw that one. I'll get on it. Uh, All right, man. Talk to you later. Thanks, man. All right, take it easy, guys. Bye. Good night. Man, that 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 takes us to the end. We got 15 seconds. Yeah, that was good. All right, everybody gets two seconds. I'm just gonna say bye. Thanks for calling, everybody. Thanks for calling, y'all. Yeah, thanks for calling in. We'll announce the winner. We're gonna announce that winner. All right. Ghost from our past. It's super Bye. good. This is what I'm going Good morning. Welcome to Burger King. Uh, yeah, um, I'm looking at this enormous burrito, and man, I, it's big. I tell you that. Dang. Mm. Give me one of them enormouses. Enormouses. Watch out. Mm-hmm. Let's do it now. <laughs> okay, I think I know what you're ordering. Get the new Egg Normous Burrito now only at Burger King. A hearty breakfast burrito packed with sausage and bacon, plus eggs, cheese, and hash browns. Only at Burger King at participating restaurants.
Introducing the 2016 Domino's DXP, a custom pizza delivery car with a built-in warming oven. That's right, a pizza company just made a pizza delivery car. Choose any two or more for $5.99 each. Medium two-topping pizzas, specialty chicken, stuffed cheesy breads, or marbled cookie brownie. Two-item minimum, handmade pan pizza and bread bowls may be extra. You must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Participating stores and DXP availability may vary.